Welcome back to Fate's Rest, everyone. Last time, our friends did some things. Please explain. Okay. Zug died. Callie set the beast on fire and it died. And Yobi came down sparkling from the heavens. <laughs> that about Swiping sums it off up. the tail of the beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Other than running from a minor cave in, I think that pretty much covered everything. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, the carts decided they didn't want to exist anymore, so they just didn't. Uh, so that's a thing. And Alder is gone. That's a mood some days. Oh, yeah. And Alder is gone. <laughs> and he also gave us, like, a small to-do list. So that's nice. So, like, See mm -hmm. you later, suckers. And he left Yulby to, like, <coughs> tell everybody else that's what's happening. After being with the party for so long, I feel like he would have known. At least tell Callie. <laughs> <laughs> Think. Callie is the social one. That's probably the best. That's probably the better bet. Callie's the social one? We're doomed? <laughs> no, you'll be the social one. If you want the get information across -oriented to one. get something as done, yeah. <laughs> Callie is the one. <laughs> uh, so that's where we're at now, is we've just... Well, Callie and you'll be have exited um, the beast. And oh, let's check on Zug. He's dead. Yeah, and Zug was dead. I mean, not actually, but he kind of... Go back and listen. You'll see. Uh, yeah, let's check on him. So we're going to turn around and see where the heck Zug is. And that is where we're going to start while you two are uh, investigating. What is Zug doing inside so you said it was the sundown, right? the beast? It's getting close to midday. Or Fine. midday, maybe a little bit past um, midday. But because he took a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of abuse in this little cave here, um, and the grounds finally settled down, I think honestly Zug would have uh, had his backpack off, and he's currently laying on it with uh, fur over him like a blanket on the in the cave. <laughs> he's asleep. <laughs> Taking a nap. This one has 8 HP and no spell slots. Have Have you seen that video where it's just like, I'm a nap. I'm tired. I'm a nap right here. <laughs> and lay down right in the sand. That one. That's Zug. That's what I hear in my head now. You can't change my mind. I mean, Zug, Zug wants a cave dweller. He sleeps just about anywhere, and he doesn't carry a bedroll. That's one thing that everybody would probably have noticed. <laughs> oh, All right. So yeah, as you two turn around looking for where Zug's at, you find him inside the mouth of the of the beast, probably just outside the reach of the doorway or the the opening. He found somewhere where the sun's not beaming down in his face, and he's curled up in that little spot sleeping. He has given himself his own burial. He made sure the cave wasn't going to collapse and then went to, to sleep. <laughs> and uh, as you are, uh, as you look around inside the cave where he is, like he's in the darkest spot possible, but because of the fact that the um, most of the the remaining exoskeleton of the beast is now exposed to the open air, there are patches of light. And uh, every like patches of sunlight and stuff shining into this cave, so it like illuminates different machinery and all of the the, the dusty old armor and bones all over the place. 
and honestly this this kid this this creature this this machine looks extremely depressing on the inside even with the sunlight in it I mean, that's a matter of opinion um yeah <laughs> Kelly will take like a half hesitant step toward him and then, like pause look at Yelby and just you did heal him right yep is he okay I think he's given himself his own burial. I'm going to go find flowers now. <laughs> he has buried himself. I'm going to go find some flowers in the yep. morning. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, he's, not, he's, surprisingly does, he's surprisingly not a snorer, so... She seems very confused about this, but the mentioning of flowers reminds her to look for... She wanted to look for flowers. Um... Her, her special flowers that she's been collecting. Are there any around here? Mm-hmm. Now, remind the audience again uh, what those yes. flowers look like. Takes two seconds to pull up my own notes so I don't describe them wrong. <laughs> okay. They are tiger lilies that seem to be made of a black crystalline material that have bright yellow speckles all over them. Mm-hmm. Now, as you look around, I'm going to need uh, two things from you. I'm going to need, since you are specifically looking for these flowers, I'm needing an investigation. And I'm going to need an arcana check. Yes. In that order. Ah. The investigation was a 12, but then it rolled to the 2, so it's a 3. Well, it's almost a four. <laughs> I, you know, it slid on the twelve, then it was like math three. And the arcana is an eleven. Alright. So, as you look around and investigate for these flowers, and you're checking around the immediate area and where the, the uh, tree is, you don't see any of these flowers. You don't see anything that could be these flowers. But for some reason... You, f- you have a feeling like you have this like there's a some something close by that is producing magic that is similar to these flowers something close by okay. yes like you it's like an innate sense like you can feel that there's something close by that it's like the the, the magic it, it emanates it's like the same stuff to this flat these flowers emanate Yobi. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yobi's looking for flowers, probably picking up dandelions and weeds. Do you remember <laughs> that um, ability you have where you can sense sources of power? Uh, like gods or celestials or whatever? Yeah. Uh, can you? Do you still have the ability to do that? Or have you used too much of your magic? She'll like stretch her arm, like go roundabout, clinking that metal just a bit. It's like thinking, got that think face on. And she'll be like, <coughs> ah, I think I'm good. I'm good. Do you think you could try it? I 
I don't know, I get the feeling that there's more to be seen here, I'm just not sure what, and I've nearly spent all my magic to be able to investigate. Just as everyone knows, it's because I was trying to stall for time to be like, where is this thing on you'll be spell list? And I was like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an ability, isn't it? I believe I it is. Uh, divine Sense. Yeah, I got it. There you go. Remind our audience what that does again before you use it. I can detect good and evil until the end of my next turn. Can sense anything by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial, which includes Fey in this world, fiend and undead this within is 60 feet. That's not behind total cover. Correct. Alright. So do your thing. What, th what happens when Yulby does this? You know, I feel like you've asked me before, and it's going to be different every time I've decided. Today, today <laughs> is Magic Fingers Day, so she'll do that. And then, like, but <laughs> instead of out towards people, it'll be towards her brain as she tries to think about it. <laughs> Little magic sparkles. Yep. <laughs> She's thinking real hard. She was on a quest for flowers, and now she has to not be on a quest for flowers. So, it's a time and a half. It is a time and a half. Alright. So, as she does this, and uh, she begins to sense everything around. Of course, you feel uh, a few, like the normal stuff, there's some... Um, some some ghosts nearby at the at the ruins, which is a thing that you're probably going to sense every time you go to ruins. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll have uh, this weird celestial, like this very very uh, faint feel of celestial mm -hmm. nearby. And it doesn't feel evil or good. It's just it's just you could tell it's a celestial by the feeling of it. But first, but as as it spreads out. And it gets further, and it reaches its limit. You actually feel this. It's like... It's almost so dark and so it's such an evil feeling that it fills you with this sense of dread. And it's probably the the worst feeling Yulby's ever had. And it's, and it's just right at the edge of the range of this. I'm going to go towards it, axe in hand... Just click it off <laughs> in a in a determined jog. And uh, you would be heading to so uh, as y'all are investigating, I'm assuming y'all are probably close to the war beast, maybe between the war beast and the tree the war somewhere. Beast was kind of in the tree. And this is actually it well. So what's left the of the war beast? <laughs> what's What's left of the war beast is about twenty feet away from the base of the okay. where the tree. Yeah, comes we were kind of like in front of the uh, mouth, I yep. think, because we had exited, saw our de our not dead dead friend, um, and then we we're looking around. So, you would actually be heading in the opposite direction of the tree. So, back towards the brush where, or the the tree line where you came through with your wagon, 
heading back that direction. Callie is going to follow. Um, she's nearly spent on magic, but she's gonna pull out the invisible sword because at least she wants to have something. Zuck will hear you'll Dude. be clickety clank away. <laughs> She's not stealthy. <laughs> He's at, crunch, crunch, he's at least crunch, taking a power crunch, crunch. nap. <laughs> 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 Alright, and as you two go that way, I'm going to need both of you to do headphones off. Both of us? Oh, goodbye, yes. Zug. Callie, You're dead you forever. Try not to die forever. <laughs> Bye. Alright. Mr. Zug. So as you're laying here, uh, and it quiets down as they walk away, for some reason, you can't help but fully drift off into sleep. It's like, no matter how hard you fight it, it happens. And first and foremost, you're going to get to take uh, one short rest, because you'll get that much hit points left back. However many dice you want to take, it's up to you. Then, all right. <clears throat> Not quite fully healed, but mm -hmm. good, good enough, I think. Good enough. Oh yes, very good. It's good enough. All right. So you drift into this, into this sleep, and you begin to dream. Now, as you're so, last time you had a vision, it was of war, of war council. This time, it's a time of rest, a time of, uh, you, you feel, it's like you have this feeling of safety, of, uh, of, of happiness. And uh, you pick, you, you, have, you have the vision of the farm that you were on before. And there is, uh, you can hear the light humming of a lullaby, of a song that you, for some reason, have heard before, and you've never quite been able to place it, coming from inside this, this farmhouse. And of course, uh, as you follow it and get closer, the, um, you walk into this room that you can tell is decorated slightly, kind of like a nursery. But the dream fades, and you're in a black room. And standing before you is the vague figure of a um, almost serpentine in nature dragon. You can just see it. It's like curling up from the top of something, and you can just see it vaguely off in the distance. And you hear it. old one no that's not who you are now uh, orc is what you are now your fate your past your future are tied to what is happening to this world and this voice booms in the back of Zug's head 
What does Zuck do? Uh, the old... I'm not uh, really clear on what you mean by old one, but I also know maybe that I'm not fully... I don't... It's, it's weird. And what do you mean tied? Everything's tied together. I don't even... I can't even recall my past. And the voice booms again. What is happening now has happened before. And I know you have seen it. I know at some time you have fought it. Now, your in order to stop what is coming, in order to destroy what is coming, you need to recover what was lost. You need to bring forward the things you know from the past. Uh, where do I go to do that? For now, what you will see, what you are seeking, can be found along the same path as the one who wields fate's edge. Follow her and help her in her tasks, and you will learn what you are missing. Might might be a dumb question, but fate's edge. I'm guessing the one that clanks everywhere and he kind of you just hear this this large uh, belly like this belly bellow of a laugh in the back of your head and then the scene fades and you wake up in the I wake up an hour uh, later in the Warby's after having a good power nap uh, yeah not even an hour it's not even an hour it's been maybe 10 minutes Man, that but is you still get the full effect of the rest nap. <laughs> yes, and we need to call the others back. Dun dun dun. Oh boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. Back. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, indeed. Hello. At all. Hello. Alright. So, the two of you, Callie and Yulby, have, uh, or specifically, Yulby is run off towards this, uh, this ominous, this, this dark feeling she, she, she detected, and Callie is following her. With invisible sword in hand. And y'all are moving and get to the edge of where this is happening at. And uh, it's been maybe 10 minutes since you left Zug. And he wakes up. And what does Zug do? Um, Feeling like full, like refreshed. Like, all right, so I could do this. So I think <laughs> Zug would. Um, first things first. 
Okay, it's just when I finish the short rest, I can use I can use my arcane recovery, so I get some spell slots back, um, and then start looking for uh, my companion who carries the thing I was told about in the vision, or the companion I think Correct. is carrying the thing I was told about. Aw. Correct. He takes a nap and he wakes up and he's like, okay, they just abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not hard to hear y'all. Yulby makes a lot of noise as she yep. runs. Clank, 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 she clank, wasn't clank, trying to be stinky. <laughs> I mean, I can roll stealth and let you know how well she's doing. I'll probably get a nat <laughs> one and she probably like trips or something. I'll be like, ah, yep. There it is. They see. <laughs> I do think, though, when he does recover, like their trail, he kind of, you know, neatly rolls up the fur he was using as a blanket and puts it back in his backpack. And he's going to uh, follow. Um, I think definitely stays back a little bit just in case something, like, because they obviously found something either shiny or squirrel moment. So he's going to kind of follow with a little <laughs> bit of caution. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, or there were more threats. You don't know the, the exactly. Obviously, something got them moving in a direction. He's going to follow kind of cautiously, so I think I would actually stealth. I think I would stealth. You would stealth? The roll of stealth roll. It's not great. 12. <laughs> you think you're stealthy. I've had a day. Yeah. And so, uh, <laughs> uh, as Yulby and Callie roll up on this 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 feeling that Yulby had, uh, they see it. With Zug coming up not far behind, able to catch up easily, not really being quiet, but not being super loud either. Uh, and before you stands Callie, you will know that one of these things over here. Extremely familiar to you. In fact, it's the person you've been looking for. And they are fighting with Lyle. Lyle, who is currently floating about four feet in the air with approximately four what looks like dragonfly wings on either side of his body. And, and they're uh, blow for blow matching each other with swords in the air. Okay, so there's somebody who looks like Lyle fighting that person that Callie knows. Can you describe what that person looks like? Alright. What's so the big bad? This person <laughs> no, is this is this person they look a bit more corrupted than the last time Callie saw them. But they stand not much taller than Lyle would be. They are covered in this dark, inky black. Uh, their their body is faded. Their um, it's almost as if the darkness itself that's around, that's covering them is what's keeping them in the air. And uh, to everyone there, they look human, almost almost elf-like in nature, but. That's not what they truly look like, and uh, but they do look very young. Mm, the hair 
though covered in this black ink and grime, is uh, messy and short. And uh, the clothes that they are wearing are battered and torn and almost completely non-existent at this point. And they carry this large uh, claymore-like sword And as they fight against Lyle. Or what looks like Lyle. And are slowly gaining ground on against uh, the, the young tiefling. How high up in the air are they? Uh, so as as the, as this this uh, this evil entity gains ground on Lyle, it goes up a little bit higher, and Lyle goes down a little bit. But it seems to be Lyle is maybe six feet in the air, while this thing's eight or nine, swinging downwards. Okay, so if I ran up right under it, I could feasibly hit it, because Callie is like six feet, and then feasibly, yeah, reach. Feasibly. Okay. That's what she's gonna do. I don't like this, but that's what she's gonna do. Um, with she's the invisible sword. Yes. With the invisible sword. See, I was trying to figure out if I actually used my channel divinity. But I was like, I. Uh don't think you have nope, used it. I don't think I used the turn the faithless when we were dealing with the fairy fuckers because they didn't even look at you'll be. <laughs> and uh, so I'll tell you what. Go ahead and roll your attack with this invisible sword with advantage because it's invisible. Okay. That's fun. I like it. I'll take it. I'm not going to argue that. Nice. Alright. So, as this thing takes a swing and uh, knocks uh, the little tiefling out of the sky, uh, severing one of the uh, glowing dragonfly wings from his back, uh, you go and take a swing and this thing, it, it seems to move up a little bit to try to get away from your reach. But not knowing there's a sword in your hand, it doesn't get far enough, and uh, you you hit him. You clip his, you clip the bot, you clip maybe, maybe his shin with this sword, and um, he screams out in pain. Go ahead, roll the damage for that, just so I can keep it in my records. <coughs> it's gonna be eight damage. Very nice. I'm keeping that in my records. Yeah, and this thing roars in pain, and it flies up, maybe fifteen feet into the air, and it and it bellows down. And oh dear, Callie, you're just not fast enough. And I think your friend may need some help. Um, excuse me, DM, because Callie got in action and Yulby hasn't yes. done shit yet and she was out in front. I'd like to use Turn the Faithless while it's distracted talking to Callie. <laughs> Please and thanks. Make a wisdom Go save. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> wisdom save. Gotta pull this thing's stats up. I was not expecting that. 
excuse me, it's a dark, scary thing? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Just attacked my child friend. Does an 18, 18 beats. What is that? Is it a save or suck? It sucks. Or? Nothing happens. She tried. Aww. <laughs> Oof. I'm sorry. Oh, well. She distracted it for a second. And as this happens, as it, it you're... So when you cast this, what what happens? I want I want I want a I want a, uh, I want a representation of. What I happens. feel like Yobi keeps her holy symbol on her axe, and it's also on her shield. Um, but she she has the axe in hand at this moment in time, so she, she just kind of flips it over, and I think it's kind of like tied around on a brooch 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 um, that she has tied around it. And she just like presents it like flat side, not sharp side. And oh, whatever the holy magic of the the, the mother lady, uh, the nice lady, uh, comes out from it. You'll you'll be okay. just kind of yells at it like, "Mama doesn't like that shit." This sounds, this sounds like a bad guy <laughs> monologue moment. Mm-hmm. I 100% know what Zug would do. Alright. Oh no, what would Zug so do? Zug, from a little bit distance, Dead uh, like a 120 feet good in range, right? So, I oh, yeah. want to, as soon as he starts in his monologue, like going on about, you know, Cali, blah, 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 and all stuff, Zug is going to <laughs> message cantrip and just, like, like in his head while he's trying to do his monologue to distract, just to fuck with him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I want to actually combine those two. All right, so here's what's gonna happen because I, I like the way this is going. So as as this thing is distracted, trying to taunt Callie, uh, you'll be starts uh, casting this this channel divinity, and uh, it's actually gonna pass solely because of Zug distracting it by talking into its head and you actually hear you actually see it struggling there for a minute it grabs its head and then it, it it shakes and it slowly comes down out of the air and this darkness begins to fade a little bit and what does that turn the faithless do if it succeeds uh let's see she utters words to fey or fiends present the symbol on a failed save, the creature is turned for one minute or until it takes damage. Okay. A turned creature okay. must spend its turns happen. trying to move as far away from me as it can. Can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of me. Also can't take reactions. Uh, for its action, it can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that presents... Uh, that prevents it from moving. Uh, if there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. Um, if the creature is right. in true form, is concealed by an illusion, shape shifting, or other effect, that form is revealed while it is turned. Ooh. Okay. So this thing, this this darkness, this inkiness fades as this thing comes crashing to the ground, and it's holding its head. And uh, now, Callie, 
This was Callie's friend. What does this thing's true form look like? What was what did Callie's friend truly look like before it turned into this? Uh, yeah. I know we discussed this at so one point. So it's going to be a lot smaller than a human child. Uh, I don't know, maybe like a foot tall or so. And it kind of looks like it's made out of like leaves and flowers with like leaf-looking wings that come off of it. Very fae-like. Uh, very childlike and cute. Maybe kind of like a orangish, pinkish colored flowers to it. With lots of leaves. And as this 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 spell takes takes effect, it this thing begins to scream in pain. As like it's fighting against this darkness. And it slowly, the, this darkness begins okay. to slowly I'd like creep to take back. take a bonus action if I can. I would like to telekinetically pull it toward me and then try to grapple. Pull it toward uh -huh. you and so try to strength grapple. Strength save to telekinetically yank it toward Strength me. save. Well, I can tell you right now, your, your, your pull there works because I rolled a one. And then if I still have time, <laughs> I'd like to try to grapple, please. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Roll your ass. Uh, Come on, Callie. I know you don't like using your strength, but just this once. Thirteen. I kid you not. <laughs> I rolled a 12. <laughs> cool. You have successfully grappled this thing. And now, it, this, this darkness is still creeping back into it. And it's, it's, it's fighting. It's fighting hard. And it's screaming in pain. And this, this creature, you can hear it. It barely says. It says... Find the seal. For some reason, this is very calm in your head. It's very give. It's a very clear in your head, and it says it again. Find the seal. Where? Where is it? It's this scream lets out she again. And I'm going to need you, as it as it begins to turn back into this form, I'm going to need you to give me a um, give me a contest to keep that that grapple going. And you're going to take where's that dice at? Where's three necrotic okay. damage. The fourteen to keep the grapple going. And it's 11. You're able to keep this thing grappled. Okay. I feel like she's got, like, she's kind of, like, hugging it at this point. Like, arms are wrapped entirely around it. Um. Oh, yeah. That, that's what I was envisioning, too. It was like, that's probably what's happening. <laughs> and I'm trying to think of what she would say. Give me, like, two seconds to process in my brain. Okay. She just, just, just 
just a little longer. Where Where is the seal? Tell me. And again, this thing winces in pain, and it's slowly getting larger and larger in your hands, and all you can hear in the back of your head is the north. That's... And it fully, f fully forms back into this into this creature that that you that it, that is no longer your friend no longer this innocent fake creature and uh, go ahead and take another uh, four necrotic damage and uh, this thing breaks loose cursing at it in a string of draconic um to the tune of like I, I'm sorry. I as Neko don't curse, but to the tune of like <laughs> F off, give me my friend back, get out of here, I'm going to stop you. You can't run forever. Like but like mixed with so many curse words. <laughs> Just very angry right now. <laughs> and this this thing pulls away as far as it can. And one last, one last thing it says, it says, I'll be waiting. And it starts flying off towards the north. You'll be tries waving her axe, but she's very ground bound. <laughs> and as you stand there, Lyle laying on the ground, hurt. Your friend flying off. No longer your friend. Can, can, can Zug send a message? Have you heard the friend say that they'll be waiting for us? <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's still within distance. Uh, so uh, he's going to send a message to him. Um, and I think he's going to just uh, just say that um, if he heard that the guy, uh, this uh, fae creature will be waiting for us. He's just going to say to this uh, fae that uh, <clears throat> uh, I am looking forward to interrupting you once again. <laughs> <laughs> I think with Lyle on the ground, Yulby's just kind of like drop her axe and run over. Like, run over, slide on knees. I don't know, pick up the wing part that fell off. I think that's how it works. Or is it still attached? I mean, no, so it was cleaved off. The wing that came off, it was it was cut off. And uh, as you pick it up, it kind of like fades into fairy dust. Oh, no. <laughs> Tries to like Cause... pile the fairy dust on where the wound is. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... In, like, the six-second action of, like, try to pick it up, like, bring it back to where it's supposed to be, I feel like you'll be, would, like, start to see it fade away as she, like, uses her finger to poke and use her heroism spell at first level, because that's what she's got, and give five health. No. Temporary. 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 No, sorry, sorry, it's temporary hit points. I want cure wounds. That's not how heroism works. So, so here's what's going to happen. You give cast either one of those. As you cast this spell on it, you're able to keep it 
solid in one piece long enough to get it to Lyle. But as soon as it touches Lyle, that's when it fades into the dust. Nuts. She still tries to use cure wounds because she was went and spent it. Okay. I mean, so he doesn't... Lyle doesn't look like he's in dire need of healing or anything. But it does look like he went ten rounds child. with Mike Tyson. Of course he looks like he's in dire need of healing. <laughs> yeah, he's a child and he just lost a part of his body. It's it's gonna it's gonna try to be reattached very quickly. Kelly, meanwhile, is still just yelling after this creature in Draconic. <laughs> and um as the uh, the scene begins to uh, focus in on what everyone each and every person is doing, Callie yelling at the at this fiend. You have uh, you'll be checking on Lyle, and uh, I'm assuming Zug's in the background smirking as he <laughs> makes jokes in this thing's head as it tries to fly away. Yeah, as long as it's in range, just keep just keep razzing it the whole time. <laughs> because of how long this thing was here in this area there is a field of approximately 12 of those crystalline tiger lilies spread out across it I mean once Callie's done being angry she's definitely going to collect those but right now while she can still see it she's expressing her anger and that is where we will stop. <laughs> so good. I cannot say how badly I want to do that to a BBEG. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to think of like how everything was tying in together and it was technically all happening at once. So it worked. Just, just it this BBG it with this real slimy way of saying like, you know, the what you said like the hey, you know, oh Callie, just be like <laughs> I mean, you can't stop a message, Kendrick. <laughs> you can't. If Callie had any idea that Zug had done that, like, she would have appreciated that. She has no idea that that's, that's what happened, so she can't, like, high-five him for it, but. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. As always, any music and sound effects used in the episode are credited in the description. You'll also find a link to our Discord for which all of our social media can be reached. Hope you're enjoying yourselves here in Fate Rest, and this is Tex, your DM, signing off. <laughs>